you know, I got a T-shirt that would be better than that. It's the Independence Day. Sorry, not July 4th Day mm. uh, T-shirt from American Giant. I was wearing it yesterday. It's great. It says American made across the chest. It's all American made. You're American made. It's American made. Um, American Giant is trying to put people back to work and bring some of the things. Look, if all the WEF stuff happens, we've got to make things here in America. We must. So they've created all these jobs that are more than an income. Jobs that bring pride and purpose and stitch people together. Buy your American-made t-shirt. It's a limited edition at American-Giant.com slash Glenn. I'll be wearing mine. Will you be wearing yours? American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Extraordinarily limited run. Use my name, Glenn. Get 20% off right now. It's American-Giant.com slash Glenn. entertainment and enlightenment this is the glenn back program well hello you sick twisted freak welcome to the program we're glad you're here there's a lot to talk about i want to talk about the economy uh just a bit there's some really uh odd things and uh you know, not necessarily all great things that you should be aware of. Carol Roth joins me in 60 seconds. Our sponsor this half hour is Relief Factor. People who haven't suffered from frequent pain often don't understand what it's like. Oh, come on, just pull yourself up. <laughs> you can't shake a magic wand over it and poof, the pain is gone. The truth is, pain is difficult to manage and navigate. A lot of things that you can take to manage the pain either don't work or they have some sort of drug in them that makes you just not care as much, you know? That never takes away the pain. You're just like, ow, that really hurts. And you don't care so much. I don't want to live my life that way. If you're dealing with pain, give Relief Factor a try. Four key ingredients work with your body to fight inflammation, which causes most of our pain. The three-week quick start. Try it for three weeks. Take it as directed. See if it works for you. It's a trial pack. It's uh, something you take for three weeks. If it doesn't work, stop taking it. 70% of the people go on to order more month after month. ReliefFactor.com. Call 1-800-4-RELIEF. 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. Carol Roth, uh, the author of uh, The War on Small Business and former investment banker who started to use her gifts for the good instead of the evil uh is uh joining me now she's also got a new book coming out uh, a week after mine and they are great hand in glove uh books you will own nothing uh and it is about uh a little more specifically i think uh than mine mine is showing you the big overall 
And she's also offering some real solutions, as we do too, but different solutions, uh, and really goes into the nitty-gritty on what it means. Welcome, Carol. How are you? I am doing fantastic. And I have to say, I got a sneak peek at Dark Future, Glenn, and it blew my mind. It was it really was an interesting companion um, to You Will Own Nothing. You really go deep into the areas I kind of touch on, particularly on what's coming ahead in tech. My mind was completely blown. This is a such an ambitious book that you set out to write. No. And I, I'm so proud of the work that you're done. It's frightening, but Thank it's you. really important. So, Carol, did you... Because I am so far out of whack with tech because I followed it for so long. Was that stuff so super basic or too hard or did, did you know it all or not know much of it? No, it took the sort of base level knowledge that I knew and it brought it up a level and it really sort of connected the dots. You know, you, you sometimes you see and you hear these things, you know, what's going on with AI? And it sounds like, oh, it's just the flavor of the month, just like the Internet of Things was, just like Web3. Correct. But you really talk about how that fits in to the plans as we go through this shift in the global financial order and what that means in terms of our freedoms. So I actually, you know, I research a lot because you push me to research mm -hmm. a lot and I learned a ton from oh, this great, book. So I, I think that this is, people are gonna be blown away by it. Uh, all right, so Carol, let's let's talk about uh, what is, what's happening uh, with the Fed. I read today that the Fed is considering raising interest rates again, which will do yeah. nothing but help the government. They'll continue to spend and you'll have, you know, fewer, fewer people being able to afford to take out loans. But how close are we to uh, a dollar, a real serious dollar challenge and problem? Okay, so two separate things. Let, let's unpack them one by one. So on the Fed side, they did take what they said was a pause, a breather. My personal takeaway is the reason why they did this is to give the banks some breathing room. You know, we've seen this, these bank crises. They said that everything is great there. I don't believe that that's the case. No There's research that's come out from the FDIC and academia showing um, that that you know definitely isn't the case. And the big concern here is how is the government going to finance all of these things um, you know that they have set forth. They have their Treasury General account, which is kind of the checking account, if you will, or the operational account for the government, has been depleted because we, you know, we needed that debt ceiling raise. They mm -hmm. had run out of cash in there, so they have to refill that. And then we have another, um, you know, huge deficit that we're going to be running in the, the back half of the year. So the reality is that you know they are going to be issuing more Treasury bills. Um, I think it was Morgan Stanley that estimated. It's about $1.3 trillion. At this point, we don't have global central banks around the world who want to buy them. So what happens that suppresses the, the price of those bonds and it increases the interest rates? Correct. And then how does that flow through to the banks? Well, if you have higher short-term interest rates, you can get in the money market. People are taking their deposits out of the bank again, Glenn, to go get those higher interest rates. The value of those securities on banks' balance sheets, once again, go down. And we create, again, this potential issue for the banks. So I think that this pause really was meant to, to create a breather and not put that pressure on the banks because the Fed is worried. Now, 
I don't know if they're going to be able to do that from a long-term standpoint. They seem to be completely myopic and that they're going to go forward and raise interest rates again because the central banks have completely screwed up this policy for so long. But I I think that that was the reason okay. we, so, we have not gotten out of it. Okay. So the, 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 the perspective Americans need to have is the Great Reset is a stakeholder, not shareholder, a stakeholder uh, system. That means that stakeholders are communities, uh, nations, corporations, uh, activists, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But it doesn't ever shake down to the average person because we're not individual stakeholders like we, that's a shareholder. This system. We give our voice to our representatives in Washington. They represent us as one big stakeholder. Okay. So we sign all of this stuff away. They never cared about this system is built to not care about the little guy or the small businessman. It is built for big business, big government, big banks. Correct? Absolutely. So let me push back. If you guys hear the word stakeholder, you should take it, you should put it in a dumpster fire and you should just set it on fire and get rid of it because stakeholder is made up. It is whatever the elites want so that they can push through their agenda. Stakeholder stands at odds with, with ownership. Like you talked about, Glenn, if you are an owner of something, you are a shareholder, you have a stake in it and ownership is what creates wealth. If you don't own anything, if you don't have that opportunity to increase the value of things that you own, then you do not have wealth. This is the huge, huge reason why we have been so prosperous in the past. And the fact that they are trying to eliminate it goes with the, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. And what the Fed and the government have done is they've said, they've they've basically said, we're going to take this ownership issue and we're going to confuse people. We're going to talk about these stakeholders, which is us and our cronies and the things that we want to do. And we are going to transfer wealth from Main Street to Wall Street. That is what they have been doing at an accelerating pace for the last decade and a half. And it is not stopping and it is morally wrong and it is destroying the foundation of America. So can I ask you, because I've heard this question and I apologize, you feel free to say I'm not prepared for that question because I, I sure. do um, this may be. I do that a lot here. Yeah, I know. It may be something that you're just <laughs> not willing to shoot from the hip on. I know I wouldn't. Um, a lot of people say to me, well, if our money becomes worthless and inflation just keeps going up and up, um, I'm just I'll pay off my house and my car. And why not run up all this debt? Because. I'll have, you know, millions, I'll be being paid millions of dollars and I can pay off my my house easy. Why is that not good? So this this is what I'll I'll put it in the realm of the market and use the example of a short seller. So let's say you're somebody who thinks a stock is going to tank and you want to go short on that stock. You want to want to borrow it. You want to sell it. You hope that it goes down, buys it back and, and get the difference. You not only have to be right about that stock, but you have to be right on the time frame. 
Because if you're wrong and that stock continues to go up before it goes down or it takes a really long time, you will get absolutely financially crushed. And that becomes the challenge. It's the challenge in financial markets and the challenge for the economy is that we know the trajectory. We know some of the things that could happen, but we don't know the duration. So you could make that bet and get absolutely crushed and wiped out before any of that comes to fruition, because we don't know if this is going to be 12 months or 12 years or 50 years for this to really unravel in that serious manner. We know it's unraveling. We know it's getting worse. But the trajectory, you know, is it a, a slow snowball or is it one that that goes down the hill? We don't know, which is why the best way to approach this is through diversification and hedging and really planning for lots of different outcomes because we don't know the duration not to mention things can change stakes can change you know you have a, a war or something that gets set in motion and that completely changes the, the backdrop of what happens so you cannot bet on just that one outcome let me ask you and again feel free to say i need to do more research but <laughs> is there a way that the banks can seize homes um, other than defaulting. They get into trouble and, you know, they've got your your uh, property as an asset or as a liability, whichever. It's transferred to somebody else. Is there any way that your terms of your loans can be forced to change or they can just say you got to cough up the cash so the two different two different things there terms changing and can they just you know completely screw you over there yeah. without you know changing the terms um 99.99 percent no that's not going to happen you know all of the things that we have in terms of you know liabilities with banks and things that are our assets you know there, there's a procedure there in place if that happens glenn it's going to be the least of our worries. We're talking about okay. you know mass chaos and civil war. Is there a possibility that you're you know you could have something that's sold and they could change the terms? It depends on what you have. Do you have something that has a locked in rate, like a mortgage with a locked in rate, or do you have a floating rate? Mm -hmm. We know if you have a floating rate that your expectation is that the terms are going to change. And certainly somebody could come in and perhaps try to, to gouge you, at which point, assuming the interest rates weren't at that level, you would try to, to refinance and theoretically there should be competition there. So I don't think that those are the likely scenarios. The likely scenarios is the the legal looting of the American people by the government. Correct. Things like trying to you know, institute a wealth tax. So your house goes up in value and they say, oh, you know, well, your house that you bought for $200,000 back in the 70s is Zillow now says it's worth $2 million. So you've got 1.8 million that you owe us taxes on. You don't have that cash and you have to sell it. That's what I'm worried about. And here's the, the issue is they're trying to sell these proposals by going after the billionaires. They say the the billionaires, they have too much wealth. We want to redistribute it. They're not going after the billionaires. They're going after the 85.5 or 84.4 trillion in inheritances that are set to turn over in the next 23 years. They're going at all the wealth of the American people. They use that as the entry point 
the billionaires, the wealthy people will have, you know, some kind of loophole. They'll have the lawyers and they can always to figure do out how to get around it. And they will screw the average American like they do over and over again. So it is our job that any time they come out with a proposal that is, you know, hey, we're just going after the rich. If it is a violation of property rights, you must stand up and say absolutely not. Because if you see that line for billionaires, we've seeded it for everybody. Boy, you're going to have a really hard time time selling that to 50 percent of the country i know i know i mean look at this tragedy that's happening with this uh you know this group that's going down to the titanic and and uh, you know the, the amount of cheering on social media because they want to eat the rich it's such an easy thing for a politician to sell eat the rich but you know what country did that glenn was venezuela they said inequality this is you know this is not fair there is so much of a divide we need to nationalize these industries so we can you know help everyone out the last time i saw a measure of the median net worth of venezuela it was zero zero like not even like three cents it was zero so this is the sales proposition. It's why we need to empower ourselves with the knowledge of what's happening. We cannot fight this back. We cannot tell our you know, uninformed neighbor or friends about this if we don't truly understand it ourselves. It's absolutely critical. It is why uh, her new book is so critically important. You will own nothing. What she said about Venezuela is true. And that is the promise from the World Economic Forum. They're telling you that you will own nothing, but you're going to love it. Well, I mean, can we try that on a small scale? Oh, we already have. And it's failed. Show it to me in a small scale, prove that it works, and then maybe I'll consider your utopia. They are not asking for your permission. Your stakeholders that represent you have already given them permission. Uh, it is critical that you understand this. Go to carolroth.com slash Glenn. Get more information about our book. And uh, we have more to discuss. So can you hang on, Carol? I am here for you, Glenn. Okay. carolroth.com slash Glenn. If you like pulling your car along the side of the highway instead of driving it on the highway, don't let me stop you. But if that's not really your favorite thing to do, let me tell you about CarShield. They offer affordable protection plans that fit every budget, and they cover more parts than ever before. And you'll want them when those costly repairs are needed. You can also count on CarShield to help take care of you when you're on the side of the road, your car has broken down, you're stuck on the side. Every protection plan includes coast-to-coast roadside assistance, rental car options, and trip reimbursement at no extra cost. And you lock in your price today, and it will never go up. CarShield, dedicated to protecting what you drive. Get coverage like I have. CarShield, 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. Save 20% on your plan. Lock in your price and it will not go up. It's carshield.com slash Beck. 800-227-6100. 10 seconds, station ID. Okay, let me talk to you now. Let's let's go to the the health of the dollar. Um, I was over in Great Britain, and they're suffering from higher inflation than we are. Uh, they're just a uh, they're a country on the ropes. 
Uh, and I got the impression that most people just thought, oh, well, we're just we'll pull through this like we always do. Um, some people were wide awake and asked me about the health of our dollar, knowing yeah. that we're all connected. What's the health of our dollar? Because the news lately with the with the brick banks and going in with the Saudis and now some of our former allies or current allies talking about getting in with the BRIC company uh, countries is a little terrifying. Yeah, so one of the scary things that happened when you were gone is we had a, what I call a reverse Yellen. Um, anytime U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen speaks, we always assume that the reverse is true. And so <laughs> she talked about the fact that, um, you know, the, the U.S. is going to be the, the global reserve currency for a long time. And sure, we might expect it to go down gradually, but that's just because of needs for diversification. You can't even make this stuff up. I can't even say this with a straight face. It's not needs for diversification. It's the fact that the U.S.'s actions have made you know everybody around the world uh, you know either very scared or seeing the weakness that's that's happening. I mean, okay, hang on. Well, what what happened was our um, our 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 response uh, as a private. Uh, public partnership to Russia and showing that, well, you know what, you do a business with the United States, uh, you know, maybe we could just make it all disappear. That, that doesn't give people a lot of comfort. No. So let me give you the stats here and I'm going to read them so I get them correct. So um, a recent article said that two thirds of the global reserves in 2003 were the U.S. dollars. By 2021, that was down to 55%. And obviously, you had the euro coming into play, so you right. would expect some some down. But it was down to 47%, you know, 55 to 47 between 2021 and 2022. And that 8% decline in one year is equivalent to 10 times the average annual pace of erosion. So... Yes, you hit on one of the reasons. One of the reasons is this weaponization of the U.S. dollar when we all decided, well, we didn't all decide, the Biden administration yeah, the, decided. That, the stakeholders <laughs> decided. Yeah, basically, you know, by themselves, mm -hmm. um, that they were going to weaponize the U.S. dollar and freeze Russia's access, access to its reserves. Um, that basically sent a huge signal saying that we are going to weaponize the dollar and who wants to, to have that? Who wants right. to give the U.S. that position? More with uh, Carol here in just a second. Would you keep your money in a bank where you saw that they were taking one customer that was kind of like you, they disagreed with, and just canceled their account and didn't give them their money? I know I wouldn't want to be a part of that bank because they could turn that on to me. That's exactly what Biden did. The Glenn Beck Program. You practice at the gun range for one primary reason. So the day you need to be a good shot, you will be a good shot. Our Second Amendment ensures that you have the right to keep and bear arms, but the rest is up to you. That means practice, practice, practice. But all that ammo adds up, and so does the cost of shooting it. Nothing these days, nothing is like going to the range and saying, wait, how much will this cost? It's uh, pretty easy. You could drop hundreds of dollars at the gun range quickly. 
This is why you need the Mantis X. It is a high-tech, easy-to-use system that is used now widely by the military. It helps you improve your shooting quickly. You attach it to your firearm and connect it with an app on your smartphone or tablet via Bluetooth. It's not, it's not like target practice. It is actually like having a coach stand right next to you and saying, wait, you're dropping the gun as you pull the trigger. Or you're pulling the trigger wrong. Move your finger here. It shows you in real time what you're doing. Start improving dramatically today. MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. You Will Owe Nothing by Carol Roth and Dark Future by Glenn Beck, both available for pre-order now wherever you get your books. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Could the dollar get knocked off the top spot as the world's reserve currency? Challenges are emerging. And history shows that countries whose currency has dominated the globe can fall from that global reserve, uh, that top spot, pretty fast, even over the course of a few days. We didn't luck our way into this position. Listen to me carefully. It was a carefully engineered plan that unfolded in the mountains of New Hampshire nearly 80 years ago. At the time, the British pound sterling was the international currency, a title it had held for decades. But Bretton Woods changed everything. Now, this is actually, these are not my words. These are the words of NPR. They just came out with this story. The U.S. dollar conquered the world. Is it at risk of losing its top spot? I know because I've been talking about this for a long time, and everyone has said that will never happen happen and i said really yes it will and places like npr has always called me a conspiracy theorist even though they said that Bretton woods was a carefully engineered plan that unfolded in the mountains of new hampshire nearly 80 years ago who's the conspiracy theorist it doesn't sound like me it sounds like if i am npr you are too but now Carol Roth is with us. Carol, now things are really starting to get serious because, as you said, we are falling 10 times the rate uh, than we have since 2003. And countries are getting serious. They, you know, everybody always said, well, we're we're the worst uh, or we're the best of the worst. We're still bad. Clean his shirt in the laundry. Skinniest kid at fat camp. Yep. Yes. OK, well, now. The uh, actual skinny kids are showing up at fat camp and saying, yeah, and we're just getting into shape and we're just we're just we're right around the corner and countries are moving in that direction. So I, I have to tell you a little thing. I, you know, a tale on your Bretton Woods, this carefully crafted strategy. Um, one of the things I learned in researching You Will Own Nothing was from Jim Rickards. He's a, a fabulous mm, economist. Great. He told me. That do you know who really crafted this plan? You know who was really behind this? It was Russia. That basically Harry Dexter White, who was the negotiator, he was the, the secretary of the U.S. Treasury, he was the negotiator for the U.S. side, that he was a Stalinist agent. And the entire plan was to knock Britain 
off of the pole position. That was the plan. They didn't even sign the agreement. They just hung out in the, they were there. They, they hung out in the background. They didn't sign the agreement, but they put it, the, the, our U.S. Treasury Secretary who was negotiating this was a Stalinist agent. This has been backed up even in like Vox.com. So again, not conspiracy. I have it very well cited once Jim told me, cause you know, it sounds kind of loony, mm-hmm. but went back and did the research. And this was actually Russia's plan that created this and the entire focus. They didn't care about the U.S. They wanted Britain out of that power position because they felt like that would make them stronger. And I I say this and I share this in this discussion because I think that as history rhymes, we need to keep that in mind, that if there ends up being some sort of of global, um, you know, cabal that comes together or a war, that there are people who are focused on this. And right now, it's Russia, it's China, it's China courting Saudi Arabia. And we have issues not just with reserves, but also that the key piece, because you asked me this one time offline, it's not just the reserves. The reserves allow us to to finance debt cheaply at the at the government level right. and, and create some arbitrage. But really what puts us in the pole position as well is being a huge piece of the payments. We dominate, dominate, and have not lost ground, by the way, on the payment side. Because but China you're talking, is, hang on, you're talking about like the SWIFT payment system. Global that, payment. So if you, if you talk about SWIFT, so SWIFT is this international messaging system that basically you know, connects the different global banks and says, okay, this is, you know, this, this is what's going to happen in terms of global trade. $100 trillion a month goes through SWIFT. Oh my God. And right now, China only has about just under 2.4% of that. So they are working to claw their way up. They are making, trying to make deals. They're trying to convince the Saudis to let, uh, you know, let everybody pay, including them, pay for oil in their currency, the yuan. And so obviously they're really kind of focused on this. There was a China Arab conference last week, the, the first of uh, the first one I think they'd been doing for 10 years. Um, and a few things were announced. One, the Bank of China is opening its first branch in Riyadh, which is the uh, Saudi capital. And then out of that, I've got to read you this. I'm going to quote this from CNBC. They, their Saudi finance minister said, Saudi Arabia and China are part of a multipolar world order and their mutual interests are, quote, strong and rising. So the Saudis are playing both sides of this, right? They don't want to give up uh, you know, their sort of alliance with the US, sure. but they see the weakness and they see the weakness coming from our president, but they also see the weakness in terms of the, the attempted destruction of their own economy. All of this green nonsense that's being pushed in the US and with mm-hmm. the other G7 countries, it threatens their livelihood. So, of course, they're going to hedge their bets. China is the largest net importer of oil. And on a per capita basis, they use a fraction of what we do here in the U.S. So there's an opportunity for growth. Well, that's because some people have electricity and most people have nothing. (laughs) Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, you know, they are trying to say, you know, we're we're going to. Yes, we're the ones who said you could have the petrodollar. We are the ones who've been plowing our 
profits back into the treasury and you allowed us to do that and hid that fact um but you know now you don't really look as strong as you used to so we're gonna hedge our bets and we don't really think you're gonna do anything about it and this has not only economic implications glenn but obviously military implications as well because one of the things that we provided the saudis for allowing the petrodollar and for mm -hmm. plowing their dollars back into treasuries is we said, okay, well, we'll help you out militarily. Well, guess who's knocking on that door right now? Oh, that yeah. is China. Oh, yeah. So um, somebody asked me the other day, you know, when do you think this, and I, I said, you, nobody can predict this. Yes. I mean, this could literally happen uh, today's Thursday. Monday, you could wake up and the banks would all be closed and we would be in a dire situation because, I don't know, we went to Russia overnight, went to war with Russia overnight. Any big shock could trigger this. Um, and we might have big shocks that come and go and we're just kind of coast in there. We have no idea. But what people have to really understand is when it happens, Life as you know it in America is completely different, correct? Yeah, I think that's the I think we've talked about this before, sort of coming to grips with the reality. You don't want to be in that situation and just be processing that information if and when it happens. You want to be prepared for it and say, okay, I've gotten past the shock already. I've kind of expected this day might come. And hey, I have a plan in place because I know that there's going to be chaos. You know, you started the segment with Bretton Woods. Once that Bretton Woods agreement was signed, it was something like 15 years that it took to change out the global financial order in a way that everything was sort of smoothly operating and the U.S. was fully in that pole position. It didn't just happen one day Correct. to the next. And there is chaos in these transition periods. And sometimes there are transition periods before there's a wholesale change. So you may have these these kind of interim periods of chaos. And certainly we've seen that domestically um, in things like with the banking crises and the Great Recession financial crisis and, and the like. But, you know, there, there could be sort of an international national uh, chaotic period. And that's right. why you really do need to have the diversification in your portfolio, as well as that personal plan. What are you doing in your personal life and in your community to make sure if something goes awry and there is this chaos, what are you going to do to make it through that period? Because Again, this doesn't mean the dollar is going away. It doesn't mean that the entire U.S. economy collapses forever. It just means that the stakes are shifting and everybody is telegraphing this. This is one thing I noted in your upcoming book, Dark Future, that I took uh, talked about also in You Will Own Nothing, is that the White House has telegraphed this. Joe oh. Biden has said Over. there is a new <laughs> world order coming and, yeah. you know, quote unquote, we have to lead it. Now, of right. course, he was talking to elite business people. So I'm assuming that means him and his friends. Mm -hmm. But this is not a, a like a conspiracy at all. This is you type in Joe Biden, new world order into Google, you will get and, tons of search results. They and you all will know get, this is going, this is coming. And you will get from that same speech, as I, I have it in, in my book, in you take the phrases that are in his speech, you type them out and you have Western leaders and World Economic Forum leaders using exactly the same verbiage so they're all aware of something but 
you're not because media won't report on it. And anybody who does report on it will say it's a conspiracy theorist. You're a conspiracy yeah. theorist. It's not. And They're you, you all to, saying it. And you have to say to yourself, OK, if the, the, the elites and wealthy people in this world know that the global financial stakes are shifting, are they just going to sit back and hope it works out for them? Of course not. They are going to do everything in their power to make sure that they are molding it and controlling it to whatever you know standpoint they can, and to make sure they and their cronies come out on top. And that's where you know we take again the conspiracy element out of it. It's not so much that they intentionally want to keep you down; they just want to keep themselves up, yep. and they don't care what happens to you. And exactly if you are right. at their expense, then so be so it. Be and it. that's really the takeaway. And that's why you need to. Prepare and make sure that you do the things so that you can manage through these chaotic periods and do everything you can so that you own as much as possible and uh, and 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 will actually be happy, not the you will own nothing. And be right. Happy. Carol Roth from carolroth.com. If you go to carolroth.com slash Glenn, you can find out more of her work uh, and follow her. She's really, really good. She writes uh, for The Blaze, uh, among other places. And she has written a new book called You Will Own Nothing. It's going to release July 18th. You can find it at carolroth.com or you can go to Amazon. I will tell you, when you buy my book or buy her book, it usually is. <laughs> These people who bought this book also bought that one. Um, they go hand in hand. Mine is Dark Future. It is coming out a week before hers. Mine is a... Uh, much more of a how this is all made to control uh, and what their plan really is. Carol is so much uh, so much better than I am uh, of taking all of those plans and saying, here's what you need to know to do. This is how you can save yourself. Um, and uh, it's it's a fantastic book. You can get it. Uh, wherever books are sold again, it is you will own nothing by Carol Roth and, uh, and my book at the same time, dark future, same topic. Uh, not a lot of, I, I, well, I shouldn't say that. I was going to say not a lot of the same information just presented in different ways. One to warn one to say, here's how you protect yourself. Uh, and uh, and Carol is is great. Thank you so much, Carol. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. And by the way, Glenn, thank you so much. You were the number one endorsement on the back of the book. I so appreciate it. Would you send me a copy? I know I got a, a I, I, we sent, digital. We sent it to you. We sent oh, you it did? to you. So you should, you should have it any day. This is an early release copy because Glenn was so instrumental. You were the first person that I emailed and you said, I said, this is what I'm thinking. And you pushed me to go deep and connect all these dots. So okay. I am just so, so grateful to you and so grateful for Gar Dark Future and, and those being companion yep. pieces thank together. Thank you. Carol, thank you. God bless. And for um, those that are listening on radio, um, Carol did the entire interview in a Duke and Duke commodity brokers uh, shirt from the movie Trading Trading Places, <laughs> uh, which is an incredible. <laughs> wow, is that, that a flashback? Is, that is I've been looking I, at it and going, I know that for some reason. What is Duke and Duke? Glad it's Duke. I actually changed my LinkedIn profile to say that I worked 
at Duke and Duke Commodity Brokers, <laughs> and all of my skills are from trading places. Like things like I got paid one dollar to do all. This. <laughs> if you want to laugh, go to LinkedIn, oh. and it now says that I am a partner at Duke and Duke. Oh, nice. that is so funny! <laughs> that is so funny. Classic. Thanks, Carol. Appreciate it. <laughs> Listen, I, I wanted to talk to you about Good Ranchers. I read a tweet last night that somebody wrote and said, you know, Glenn Beck, he's always, you know, the sky is falling. And he's been saying that you got to support your local ranchers because they're going to be put out of business and we're going to be eating, you know, whatever. He said, I just saw that the government has uh, said you can make this non-chicken chicken now and selling it. And he's like. Oh, dear God, I'm going to be listening no matter what Glenn says. I'm going to be doing it. (laughs) Please support your ranchers here in America. uh, Grass-fed beef in America, really good. Now, 85% of grass-fed beef is imported from overseas. Why? Why? We have the land. We have the cattle. We have the ranchers. The government is trying to put these people out of business. We must support them. Good ranchers, they source all of their high-quality beef and chicken from local farms and local ranchers. Uh, For every box order, you're going to uh, save $30 on any box. Good ranchers, 100% American. It's goodranchers.com. Lock in the price of your meat. Goodranchers.com. Promo code BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Uh, I am so excited uh, about this museum that is going on the road um, because you're going to see American history unlike you've ever seen it before. Um, I mean, from the guillotines of France uh, to Valley Forge to World War II to Hollywood, Darth Vader, uh, Abraham Lincoln stuff that you won't believe you're seeing. It's exciting. It starts the next Glenn week. Back program. 